0: Hey, DGN fans, real quick, let's talk turkey. In order to let us dads just be with family for Thanksgiving, we took a break from recording last week. But, so that we don't just leave you with nothing, we pilgrimed into our archives and selected one of our never-before-released pilot episodes. Now, if you can be airy forgiving on some audio quality shenanigans, I think you'll enjoy hearing our DGN beginnings. As we sat there thinking to ourselves, wow, this may flower into a successful podcast one day. Sound like gravy? We'll saddle up for the stuffings of greatness. Game begin.
1: Well, hi, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Dadgum Nerds, uh, where it turns out being both a dad and a nerd still does not make you cool. <laughs> uh yep. I am Andrew. Uh joining me today is Zach. Hello. And Kevin. Hey. All right. So before we kind of dive into uh, you know everything we're gonna talk about today, you know, we kind of wanted to just talk about the space that dad gum nerds fills. Like why does this thing exist? What is it? Um, you know, all of us, it's a, a group of guys, a group of dads and uh, friends, coworkers, who all just love talking, you know, geeky and nerdy stuff. But, you know, all the stuff that we were listening to online and reading online, really, we couldn't find anything that had a good balance of, you know, something that's geeky and nerdy, but at the same time had a good grasp on real life. Is that is that the best way to put that?
0: Oh, there's no way some of these people can be doing anything else but talking about nerd stuff.
2: Yeah, oh, unless... Uh- yeah, they're probably just ignoring everything else in their life, which is fine. There's, yeah, like there's a, like, like there's none of us have
1: none of us have the ability to sink 150 hours into a video game at this point. We may love video games, but we don't have the time to do that kind of thing. So, Dadgum Nerds, the reason it exists is that we are what we call family first fanboys. What? Um Yeah, we've got a pool of about seven dads who all love talking about everything from. Star Wars to Harry Potter to Marvel in D.C. Uh, but we're husbands and fathers first and foremost. Uh, you'll hear from about three to four of the dads each week and we'll rotate off depending on the topic uh, and uh, quite frankly, who's available, what's our schedules, because uh, as yeah. we have all found out, being a dad means you got to be a bit flexible with that schedule. Or you
0: never know when someone is going to go to the emergency room or someone's going to barge in and say, hi, I've just peed my bed. That's nothing. That's nothing. Uh, Kevin's got four kids. He's like, that happens all in one night, bro. That's like every day.
1: <laughs> so great segue into let's just check in as dad. So Kevin, you sound like you have the most interesting stories. We'll save that for uh, save that for later. Sure. Zach, um what happened in dad life this week? Uh, well, my son Rowan.
0: Uh, who is 14 months old, uh, is channeling his inner Goron from Legend of Zelda recently because he nice. loves eating rocks. Nice. Rocks. Uh, all kinds. Uh, granite, basalt, pavement. He is a equal opportunity eater when it comes to rocks.
1: Does he have a favorite flavor? That That's my question.
0: Uh, he likes it served with a little bit of dirt. Uh, you know, it's, it's 2020. I wouldn't say it's a great year, but it was a good year for dirt. Okay. Well, the
2: good news is, like, He's gonna lose all these teeth anyways, so whatever. Yeah, Get him out early. Yeah,
0: forget the, the dentist. dentist. Yeah, uh, And then it is all about the mud puddles right now. Nice. All of them, every single one. Uh, he doesn't. He can't say water quite yet, but he goes wah, wah, and then rage mode sets in, and he <laughs> must stomp in every single mud puddle. So that's my life: rocks and mud puddles. Solid. Sounds live like in, a good life. Living his best baby boy life, you know. Oh, good. Kevin, how about you?
2: Sure, yeah, so I have four. My youngest is three, and my oldest turns 10 the next week. So I'll just give you a rundown of the last 24 hours.
1: Okay, I'm I'm scared.
2: Yeah, so the youngest one, Molly, she's three. She just turned three. We were doing a science experiment and showing her the floating egg. you ever seen that before? It's with the salt water and the egg, right? Mm -hmm. So she full-on just chugged like half a glass of salt water. Like it was nothing. Like what? she she chugged it, set it down, looked at the cup funny, and then just picked up the normal water cup next to her and just started drinking. Like yeah, I'm good, whatever.
1: Okay. So, so okay. yeah, so if, no, no.
2: yeah that, that was pretty hardcore. Um, Maximilian, my five year old, so he is a little too free with the body. Oh,
1: so okay. Now yeah. you need to explain that.
2: <laughs> so last night he was did not want to go to sleep, and the boys share a room. He has an older brother. We'll get into him in a minute. And he just couldn't sleep and was like, Oh, I'm hot and I'm hungry. I don't want to deal with this, you know, clothes deal. So he just takes his underwear off and throws it right in Theodore's face while he's Why trying not? to sleep. It was, <laughs> so I, we walk up and he's like, I'm like, dude, what's going on? He's like, I'm just hungry and I'm hot. I'm like, so you're just throwing underwear in people's faces? He's like, Yeah.
1: <laughs> we, hey, we've all been there.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Theodore. So Theodore is seven, he turns eight in August. That's a good name. He was running around after a mud fight in the backyard today and couldn't get a lid off of his cup and tracked mud across the carpet. Probably a good 20 feet's worth of footprints. So that happened right after Mm. lunch. So that's solid.
0: So you're you're living
2: the mud puddle life. (laughs) A mud fight life. Like, if they're not <laughs> painted in mud when they come
0: in, then it's, n- it's not really if a it's good day for them. it's not blonde Braveheart, then they've not really started. It, they,
2: they haven't really started. And okay. there's, like, 20 neighborhood kids, so they all get in. Like, my backyard <laughs> is just a giant mud wreck. Like, pretty much 24-7 because of the neighborhood kids. Forget the grass. Forget the American I have, dream. I don't, I don't have grass in the backyard. Gotcha. I don't have. Um, Felicity, so she's our oldest. She turns 10 next week. She made slime. So, you know, with the glue mm. yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, the. Uh,
1: all the kids are doing. All it the dyes, all the
2: kids are doing. But they're not all smearing it on car- like accidentally getting it on carpets. So that's oh, awesome. Yes. Yeah, okay. So on, and a different carpet than Theodore did. Theodore was and downstairs. It's made, was and upstairs. it's made of glue, too. It's like Elmer's glue and food coloring. So that's solid. Oh, so that mm. happened today, too. So I had to shampoo those carpets today. And then the gang of them—I don't know how they did this. I had to re- replace part of my front door to the house today. Wait, so what? I'm,
1: Your front door?
2: The front door to the house. Yeah. So they were apparently grabbing the doorknob on either side and swinging back and forth. Oh. With their <laughs> knees up, and because the weight was so much over time, I don't know who actually instigated it. I, I wouldn't put any past any of them. It bent the door the doorknob, so I had to go out and buy like get new keys for the house, get new doorknobs. Get new Yeah. So all of that is the last 24 hours of my day.
0: Oh, shut the front door.
2: Yeah. Right. And now that now I can, so that's, yeah, now he
1: can shut the front (laughs) door.
2: So that's literally the past 24 hours. So yeah. So
1: I'm such a pansy
2: five, seven and 10 next week.
1: Oh yeah, I would gosh. agree with that.
2: You, I mean, I would say that before you had kids, and before well, you yeah, got married. I mean, I would
1: have agreed with you on that. But like, you know, compared to those stories, all I've got something that you know brought a smile to to my face. Uh, Theodore is ten months old at this point, so we've got two Theodores here in the bunch, uh, just between the two of us. And um, Theodore is uh, learning to pull up, and he, so he's getting to be a champ at pulling up on stuff. And we uh, were sitting watching some Netflix, me and my wife. Uh, I think we were watching uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh, That show that just hit Netflix again from Nickelodeon way back in the day. Great show, by the way. Um, And we're sitting there watching it and Theodore pulls up right next to my face. I'm laying on the couch and he just gets this big smile on his face and he goes, da-da. And my heart just melts. I'm like, come here, buddy. I love you. Just
0: come on, bud. (laughs) See, the problem the problem. Until, Until he pointed to the toilet, it also went, da-da. Oh, yeah, wife is dad. Dad.
2: The problem with those moments is that all they do is butter you up for the future. So, like, <laughs> what what happens is
0: Kevin's like, "That's a cute story, new dad." They just, Let me they tell just, you, they
2: just wreck your entire day, and you're just like, "I want to kill you, kid." Like, why did I have children at all? Mm-hmm. And then they pull something like that, and you're like, "I hate you, but I love you," and that's just what it is. It's like not, it's I, I, it's like instant forgiveness.
1: I love especially when they're I, young. I don't like you.
2: Yeah, I don't have to like you, but I do have to feed you and you know legally it says i can't hurt you and all those things yeah
1: <laughs> legally we're
0: just we're going to go down to the law here we're not even going to get into morally just just legal okay. just, just <laughs> the legal just, legal just the
1: legal <laughs> sense.
2: depends on uh, what culture you're from i guess <laughs>
1: So right out of the gate, what I am super excited about for this podcast is that we actually got a sponsor straight out and straight away, which is really cool. Um, A few of us uh, here at the podcast, we uh, work for a video production company here locally and just pitched it to our boss like, hey, you want to jump in on this? And he's like, yeah, sure. So. We actually have a sponsor um, and the company's name is Maleshko. Uh, they're a video production company in the Atlanta area. They are committed to making the visual content that you need. If anything from video to photography to animation to graphic design is something that you're in the market for, be sure to stop by Maleshko.com and see how they can work with you to create what you need. That's M-I-L-E-S-H-K-O.com. Or you can visit dadgumnerds.com, our website, and click up top for our sponsors page. So, super awesome of them. Um, so, let's dive in right into this thing. So, Zach, we are going to touch a bit on the news uh, that happened within the last, oh, six months or so because we're dads and can't keep up with well, it's what's actually news. out there. It's, it's kind of kinda news. Kind
0: of. It's, uh, it's our new section that we are affectionately going to call Do You Hear? Because, let's face it, when you're a dad, if you're... Uh, Zanga feed hasn't refreshed You probably don't know what's happening in the re- the main world
1: I'm such a dad I don't even know what Zanga is At this point You time, didn't do Zanga? So. That's meant no. to be a
0: joke
2: No, uh-uh. I get my, my My nerd news through Zach and Instagram
0: Well perfect <laughs> Well then I'm the perfect person to be running this segment Then I guess uh, The man who is a ludite On pretty much anything social media So
1: if y'all are getting your news through me This is gonna be fun No I think I hold the crown on that front Zach <laughs>
0: This is true. The one who has a joint Facebook account, he is yeah. that dad. Yeah. He is that father. Yeah. All right. Well, in this segment, you have to start everything with "dude." So to start things off, dude, <laughs> did you hear that Amazon bought the rights to a Lord of the Rings television show?
1: Yeah, like I hope six they don't months ago. I feel embarrassed to even be talking about this right now, but it's awesome. Well, <laughs> it might be awesome. That's true. It
2: might be awesome.
0: Some good news is that we have been informed uh, by a representative of the German Tolkien Society who somehow was able to get in on the producerial conversations on this that one of the agreements for the Tolkien Society, which is very, very lock and key when it comes to anything Tolkien lore – Uh, One of their agreements to hand this over to Amazon is that they have veto power over any content in the series and that they cannot alter already existing content. So they're only allowed to write stories within the gaps. Okay. So they can't touch like the Hobbit or the Lord of the Rings series then. Well, to get real nerd, they're not even in what most people who've only seen the movies understand as Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is not a title of the overall lore. That is actually just a period of history within the overall lore of Tolkien's Middle Earth. In fact, they did release, what little we do know, is that this is going to be during the Second Age of Arda, which is the world that we have come to know and love in Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. So to give context for that, the entirety of The Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings trilogy takes place in the Third Age, and in fact, is just a chapter of the Third Age. It would kind of be like chronicling 1901 to 1986, whereas this is the Second Age. This would be like chronicling... 1 B.C. to 1,000 B.C. So, uh, I said that in the wrong order. 1,000 B.C. BC, to 1 B.C. Like, in the second age, time was reversed, turns out. Whoa. So, we won't see any of our familiar characters like Gandalf or Aragorn, but that does mean that we will see a brand new cast of not only characters, but even creatures that we haven't even seen in the Lord of the Rings films. Um, very little, we know at this point, uh, they have released a little bit about casting, uh, no big names so far. Probably the biggest name is Maxim Baldry, who had oh, yeah. his, let's not forget that Maxim name. Maxim Baldry, ladies and gentlemen, who is from years and years television series.
1: Dude, have you ever okay. that?
0: No. Dude, I have not heard of that. Uh, Dude, I have not heard of that. One interesting note about the little bit we have heard from the casting is that a majority of them are British actors, uh, which is interesting because Tolkien wrote everything within Middle Earth to be like an ancient lore for the British Isles. And so I did not know that. Right. In fact – I didn't know like
2: 99 percent of what he's saying.
0: So if you look at the geography of Middle-earth, Tolkien purposefully created everything to match roughly the geography of Europe and Africa. So Hobbiton in the map of Middle-earth is roughly the middle of England, and then Mm -hmm. uh, the capital of Gondor, Minas Tirith, would actually be where Florence is in Europe. And so if you then look at the rest of the map, for anyone familiar with Lord of the Rings, you've got the desert lands to the south, which would be Africa. You've got uh, these uh, eastern-feeling mountainous regions to the east, which would be Asia Minor. So, so much of this was supposed to be an ancient lore of the British Isles that Tolkien didn't really feel like the British Isles had. I mean, the most ancient lore they had was... The Knights of the Round Table, which didn't even venture anywhere close to BC. So that's what Lord of the Rings was originally going to be. So we
1: are going to get to explore the BC of the Lord of the Rings universe. So my question is second age for, you know, I know a little bit about Lord of the Rings. I go that deep and my knowledge starts to fade. Um, But second age, what does that entail as far as Lord of the Rings goes? Well, like
0: I said, Lord of the Rings... Uh, as we know the the three movie trilogy phenomenon right That's just one chapter in the symbol like- I do know that. Well, that's that's not even in the Silmarillion. So oh, it's not. Andrew's referencing the Silmarillion, which is kind of like the extended prologue of Lord of the Rings. It's if you you can find out if someone's a real Lord of the Rings fan if they've read The Silmarillion. Like you can watch the movies. You could even have read the books of the Lord of the Rings. But if you ask someone, have you read the Silmarillion? that's your nerd alert to know that okay, this person is a real Tolkien file. So uh, the Silmarillion, the events Way back before we started talking about Aragorn and the Rings of Power, you had the War of the Valar. So we know Sauron from Lord of the Rings. He's the big main bad guy. Well, Sauron was just a lieutenant in the army of Morgoth, the first Dark Lord. And the second age takes place right after the first age, Huh, funny how that works. Right after the Whoa. Valar, which are kind of right. the angelic figures of the Lord of the Rings universe, have just had this massive heavenly war that literally tore the world in half, turned it from flat into a circle... And then the second age begins where he's been sealed off into the forbidden realm. The Valar have decided to separate themselves from the dealings of middle earth. And so now you have Sauron who's kind of a lesser God is now there to wreak his mischievous shenanigans amongst the men elves and the men elves hybrid, the Numenorians. And so that is, is so the is second this, age. So then that's what's
1: covered like in the, very beginning of, say, the movie of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Kevin's
0: shaking his head, and he's like, yeah, yeah you only have one kid. And you were <laughs> homeschooled. So there's a little <laughs> bit like, if you couldn't tell, <laughs> like,
2: like, goodness, like, this is, like, did you take a class on this? Because I'm like, okay, sure. There's, you there's, actually
1: can take classes I know you can. You on Elvish. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> well, both dialects <laughs> of Elvish, in fact, Cinderian and Quintarian.
1: Mm, that's nice to know. So moving is on. It? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't even know how to segue into that. Kevin's like, I gotta go clean a
0: carpet. Can you? Like, what is this? Like- if Sauron, if Sauron can't clean carpets, I don't care.
1: My wife is like, n- she enjoys like a Harry Potter. She loves Lord of the Rings too. But like, I'm pretty sure that if she was listening right now, she'd just be like, "Oh my gosh, what if? What has my husband got himself like what? into?"
0: Yes, that's most people's healthy reaction to the Silmarillion. And I'm going to yes. be honest; that probably should be your reaction. I think that's most people's reaction to Zach Yoakum. Like, <laughs> it's true. I like, don't, know, I don't, how, I, I don't a, know how I had time to do things.
1: <laughs> uh, so I have no way to segue into our discussion to go from Lord of the Rings to Star Wars, but uh, every time on each episode that we do of Dadgum Nerds, we're going to do some form of like a larger discussion, usually answering a question or uh, checking up on some homework that we've given each other. Um, this week's discussion, we wanted to talk on uh, Star Wars. Um, and unless you've been living under a rock, you know that there have been three main Star Wars films that have been released uh, Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens, Episode 8, The Last Jedi, and Episode 9, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, They have now been lovingly called the sequel trilogy. So you've got the original trilogy, you know, four, five, and six, the prequel trilogy, one, two, and three. So these are our sequel trilogies. Um, Wanted to talk this week and just pose the question, what did this Star Wars sequel trilogy get right? And what did it get wrong? And I know probably most of us would harp on a, a, a good bit on one side of this answer. Um however there are things that it got right. And so let's start off with the positive and uh we'll move on shortly thereafter.
0: Well, let me just start by saying that this transition uh felt a bit forced. Nice. Nice. Yeah. 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 It's just nice. Yeah. That hurts there's, your, my there's, soul. Your, there's your transition right there. <laughs>
2: there. Yep. Okay. That's
1: a certified dad joke transition right there. I'm so proud of you, Zach. Well, on that don't note, be proud Zach, of that.
2: don't be proud of that. What
1: did the Star Wars, Star Wars, can't talk today, Star Wars sequel trilogy get right? What do you feel like was one thing they got right? Well, Star Wars is my, my first
0: nerddom love. That was my initial fandom. So, I, I was introduced very young and Star Wars has always had a special place in my heart. And, you know, I I, I know they've gotten a lot of rap, a lot of hate, but, It's still Star Wars, and when you come to love something, you take the good and the bad. So for all those people out there that are just going to throw mud, there is credit to be given to these sequels purely by the fact that it's a continuation of this universe that we've Mm -hmm. all come to love. So to talk a little bit more technically, I thought, especially in Episode 7, J.J. Abrams did an excellent job of... Paying homage to the original trilogy and his fusion of practical with CG effects. Yeah. You know, you look at the I original trilogy and, and the technology that they were using, not only for the special effects, but even in getting Jim Henson to do the puppetry for Yoda and having a, a main character be a puppet. I mean- that was huge for its time. And you see yeah. throughout episode seven that, all right, yeah, there's a CG background, but then in the foreground, <laughs> there's several different aliens that are practical prosthetics or it's a a actual puppeteered puppet. And so it feels like it belongs in this universe. And I think he did an excellent job of straddling that line of sticking to what we know – uh, we're familiar with, but then adding, of course the lens flares and the, the typical JJ Abrams slickness. Those I was relieved to not see one come off of a lightsaber. When I first heard that he was going to be directing episode seven, I was saying, great. Every lightsaber is just going to have a giant lens flare. The moment it's ignited, <laughs> Nice. <laughs> but, uh, that didn't happen. So thank you, JJ. I appreciate that. I was looking out
1: for you, Zach. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I also felt that the, the effects that they did in the star Wars, I I thought was beautiful. And as it went on, I feel like there was more CG, but you could tell when things were practical. Um, and what was fun was not being able often to tell the line of what was practical and what was CG at certain points in time. It's always fun when you go back and see, um, the VFX breakdowns on like, wait, that was actually CG. Wait, that was practical. That blows my mind right now. Um, Kristen and I are going through the Disney plus uh, Disney gallery for the Mandalorian. Oh, on the making so, of it. Good. Oh, it's so, been so good. So good. And, you know, watching uh, this last episode that we watched was the uh, practical effects, the latest mm-hmm. one that they did. And to see all the love and the care that they put into, you know, making a star Wars universe um, was a big deal. Um, One of the things that like Jon Favreau talked on in the Mandalorian that I'd be curious to see that if they touched on in the Star Wars universe was like uh, they used the example of IG-11, the Mm -hmm. IG-88 clone copy, basically the the assassin droid. Um, And they had talked about how they had a physical model that was on set uh, that was a stand in for lighting that they actually used a lot more of than they thought. Um, and how that model, that onset model moved actually dictated a lot of how their CG model used when they had to kick over to IG 11, it was, it was oh, nice. really cool. And so like a lot of, they used the the term, like some of the limitations that we had determined what we did on the effect side of things. Like they operated inside of rules and boundaries, which I've always felt is a very healthy way of looking at CG effects. And so that yeah. merger of the CG and the practical, I feel like the star Wars trilogy has done that. Well, episode seven, probably the most, um, so far. Uh, but I like you, Zach, to me, that was like a big, a big part of what made that movie special. Well, yes. it's good storytelling. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And something I really just appreciated about these movies is just the fact that even got made.
0: Like yeah. you might mm-hmm. not,
2: you might not love them like the way you do a, the original trilogy, but you your, no Star Wars movie they ever make, you're gonna love as much as the original trilogy. Like, so you, people just got to get over. I think that people would be, be cl- complaining more if they didn't have any new Star Wars content. Period. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I, I applaud them just for at least making them. Sure, they weren't my favorite, but I don't think they were anybody's favorite. Actually, I take that back. Uh, yeah, there so, are a so that favorite. So recently, we had my kids walk at one through nine, watch them all straight through in two days. They watched all of them.
0: In that wow. order, Did yeah. You do just yeah. One, so through, nine. one, you, one through
2: nine. One through nine. Um, I'm so proud of you. And their and their favorite is number nine.
0: Like every single one of them. Wow. Uh, and I'm I, gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna just tally that one up to the serial effect of psychology.
2: Right. So, but but they when they, but even when they go back, like that was a couple weeks ago. Like they want to watch the new trilogy. They don't want to go back and watch. Really? The other ones? Yeah. It's been. I was. Really interested in that. So, but, some, I, but I know they're yeah.
1: they're flashier. I do know that.
2: Yeah, it's just um, it, it's just well, interesting. I'm glad right? to hear they're, right? they're, they're much more vibrant in terms of like the visuals. So, I mean, it looks cleaner to a So, a kid, like I liken it back to. So, when I was younger, I have a younger brother who's eleven years younger than me, and I had him watch Willow for the first time when he was like seven. Ah, uh, Willow. And so we were talking about the special effects right afterwards, and he sort of looks at me at seven. Hey Kevin, these effects aren't very special. <laughs> <laughs> At seven, but I'm like, I didn't make the movie, so I'm like, dude, that that's rough. Willow's awesome, so I think like a lot of my kids liken that to the original trilogy. Like, yeah, it's okay, but the effects, like stopping a blaster, sh- like that's pretty slick. Like, mm-hmm. so they just they just like it because I think they can do more and. At that age, they they don't, like, we care about practical effects. Our kids don't care about practical effects. They don't, like, it's all a mystery to them. It's all movie magic to them. Like, we care, but kids don't care.
1: Yeah, that sense of imagination. You know, it's something I've I've felt, you know, the Western culture has lost a whole lot of. Because, you know, you get the the busy everyday life and the grind and stuff, but it's always so key to have those moments of daydreaming. Well, and and our our industries don't
2: help that either. Like, we're in the world of fakeness, so to speak, and, and making things believable that aren't really there. Well, Um,
0: and just enjoy this for 30 seconds, watch something else for 30 seconds, wash, rinse, repeat. So it's not about quality. It's about the, the dazzle factor. Right. Can you hold the attention for 30
1: seconds? Yeah. Which is getting harder and harder and harder. Thanks. TikTok. Ah, thank you. TikTok.
2: Well, so when, when I, so my wife hates me for this, So I'm a scroller and we just use like Netflix and Amazon and all those things. Oh no. And so she likes to like read the descriptions. I'm like, why? If, if the (laughs) icon of the movie poster can't keep my attention an hour and a half, two hour long movie has no chance. So like I keep moving. I just like, Nope, Nope. Can't keep my, forget that. And she's like, she hates that.
0: So Kevin does judge a book by its cover.
2: Apparently, I absolutely yes. but I don't use, but I don't read <laughs> so that's the deal. I, I judge a movie like, by the poster. That's more that's more
0: accurate.
1: <laughs> that's more that's you don't judge that's, a book by its cover but you I sure as like heck
0: judge a movie by its poster. No, absolutely, that's absolutely. 21st Harper's century
1: sticker. logic right there. there that's you just, go. who
0: reads, who
2: reads.
1: Um so real quick is there uh, something else that we feel Star Wars did uh, the sequel trilogy did correct? They killed Han Solo really quick. Oh, you're on board with that. Oh, oh, listen, yeah.
0: that's the only oh, yeah. way they got Harrison Ford back. I, I like, did know that. We will yes. pay you millions of dollars and we promise we'll kill you off.
2: And I, I still feel Done. like they killed Sold. him too late in the movie, but at least they killed him in the first movie. So I was excited about that. I was happy
0: with that.
1: Okay. Zach, how about you? Uh, I think
0: I I am very happy that they got John Williams back to do Good. the music in yeah. seven. Yeah. Just because name a popular movie in the last 20 years that he has not been responsible for making the soundtrack just a magical mm-hmm. on. Um, yeah. And uh, what he accomplished
1: with Ray's theme is. Dang it, Zach, you stole mine.
0: Well, we You're were talking t- about music.
1: You're tiptoeing <laughs> all over it. And you stole mine. Gosh, ugh, the nerve.
0: Ah, uh, Well, sorry. Sorry to steal your ray of sunshine. Cricket cricket he just face planted it into his microphone
2: that's at least four we need to have a pun counter on here
0: uh, No, no don't encourage <laughs> we absolutely it absolutely do. don't encourage it we no. absolutely need a pun count ah uh, I, I i'm a pundit for that
1: i that that was going to touch on ray's theme for this one like you john williams is just the man um but a lot of the movie i felt Didn't have as memorable of music as uh, I know. Like we're partial to the original trilogy just because it is the original trilogy. But even the music in the prequel trilogy is just incredible. Yeah. Um. I mean, Duel the Fates was phenomenal. Uh, Yeah. Um. You've got uh in Episode Two, uh, the Anakin Padme love theme. Oh, what is it? Uh, Across the stars. Across the stars. Across the stars, which is just uh, one of the most beautiful pieces of music. Uh, ever written for film. Um, Episode three, the Obi-Wan Anakin fight is just, uh, oh my gosh. But when I sit down and I think about the sequel trilogy, and this is, it's kind of a backhanded compliment, but like the only one that I really remember is Ray's theme. And that's the one I can sit right off the top of my head. Like Kylo Ren's theme is like five notes or something like that. But Ray's theme is really remarkable in that film. Well, I think it's indicative of
0: just, We live in the remix culture right now, whether it's a story or a song, we just have mashups. It's, hey, remember you liked this thing? We're going to combine it with this other thing that you liked and we're going to call it a new thing. Well, not only
2: that, they also do that like with movies, like the whole live-action Disney deal. Now, it was like, oh, we don't have anything new, so let's just remake The Lion King or remake Cinderella.
1: Don't get me started. That's a whole other. That's episode, a whole other topic deal. Topic that's right another there. whole other deal. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I
2: know, but that's the same concept.
0: Tune
1: in next week for the exciting
0: continuation of. No, well, I'm not going to talk about matchup. Cinderella for. Oh.
2: Thirty minutes, not by choice. <laughs>
0: A bunch of guys sitting around talking about Disney princess movies. Well, just so that we're not here until the stroke of midnight, how about we transition to what it got I, along? I was
1: getting ready to go there. Thank you, Zach, for doing my job. Um, You're welcome. So, Zach, I do realize that you could probably talk for a good six hours about how you feel the sequel trilogy. I have many feels. Yes, I, I do realize that you have many feelings on this. Um, we're going to limit it to two. And we're only going to limit it to like a couple minutes. Zach, can you agree to this? Okay. 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 You can agree (laughs) to that. All right. So Zach, what is the first thing that you feel the star Wars sequel trilogy got wrong? It's leadership decisions. So this doesn't
0: even have to even do with what's within the movies themselves, but it's really hard for a movie to rise above its leadership. And there was very clearly not a plan for 7, 8, and 9 cohesively. I think what instead you had was individual actors, and <laughs> they were not given a plot by the executive producer. They were given individual agenda items that they had to tick off in each individual movie, and then they just kind of – Flew by the seat of their wookie pants as they went throughout, and Your so what you get—that's it, why it's ridiculous. Okay, is that that's why, why it's ridiculous? So uh, we in seven have this amazing setup, and then it's it's just we get a rapid 180 degree turn in eight. And then there's a 180-degree turn in nine, and you just get storytelling whiplash. And that comes from the top down. Uh, That kind of accident doesn't happen by accident. Uh, So my number one complaint is the lack of leadership. Uh, My second and probably my chief complaint with what happens in the sequel trilogy is their fundamental undermining of what the Force Was So if you look at the sequel trilogy is the force for millennials, you don't have to work (laughs) for it. It's, (laughs) it's the force for Disney. Mm -hmm. As long as you wish upon a star, as long as you wish upon a star Wars, you can use the force. In fact, you can be a Jedi Master, just add water, and one easy payment of $199. Like that, that is what happens. So you look at Rey. Never required any sort of training to have right out of the gate incredible master level force abilities. Whereas you look at Anakin Skywalker, the Chosen One, the highest metachlorian count you've had in the Star Wars universe – had to be trained to do basic things like dueling with a lightsaber, right. force pushing. So the force and the, and that's also reflected in the original trilogy is Luke had to be taught. Luke demonstrates hardly any force abilities in episode 4 other than mm-hmm. just having a vague sense right. of using the force. So I mean he mm-hmm. started from level 1 and had to work and had to have discipline and even made mistakes. To finally get to that point where he was a master. In did the Luke, sequel
1: trilogy? Did oh. Luke even, aside from like hearing Obi-Wan's voice, he didn't do anything like a force push, a force pull. He did, did no kinetic
0: no. force powers in force. Right, it was just a sensitivity to it. Right, he was able to sense and was able to hone his his awareness and his instincts through the Force. He but had anything, He had Spidey sense. That's yeah, it. it's yeah. essentially the Force Spidey sense.
1: I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, I don't think he actually did, which is just in stark contrast to Rey, who is doing mind manipulation, mind control, right out of the gate, you know, yeah. halfway through the film.
0: Well, and then with someone who has been trained extensively by a dark side master, is able and to Luke hold Skywalker. her own- well, no. In seven, she's never even met Luke Skywalker. She hasn't right. even hardly heard his name, and then yet she's able to have this epic lightsaber battle and go toe to toe with Kylo Ren. So either Kylo Ren is is the sorriest excuse for a dark side user ever, mm, or Ray is a just add water Jedi Knight. So what? What that and then what we see in eight where they start adding this gray area to the force, what made Star Wars as a story resonate across cultures is that it touched upon a battle of light versus darkness and that is a story that throughout the eons of human storytelling is something that we relate to that there's goodness in the world and there's evenness in the world and there's evil in the world evenness yep, there's evenness the not evenness it's like Sorry. almost
2: dinner time but not quite
0: bedtime it's like evenness <laughs> it's the evil version of twilight evenness so there's good and twilight evil twilight is all evil Yes. Another conversation topic. No, I'm not talking about Twilight. No, it's not. No, No, it's not. It's
2: not not a conversation topic. So there's good and
0: evil, and they have to be at war with one another. What happens in The Last Jedi is they start to gray the waters, and they start to cast the good as the bad. And they never really introduce an alternative to that. It's just, hey, everything that you thought was the light side actually was a huge mistake. And – There is no alternative given. So what you're left with is this kind of muddy gray, all right, well, now I guess I'm just this free agent with really cool abilities. There's no longer Mm. this moral impetus of I have to stand for the light to defeat the darkness. Right. And Mm -hmm. as such, the entire bedrock of the force and the light side is undermined. And so then by the time you get to episode nine, it's really no longer the light side versus the dark side. It's just Ray versus whatever's currently in her way. Like, to me, that's why it falls short when she channels all of the Jedi. I'm like, oh, you mean all these people that you just cast in the last movie as losers? (laughs) You mean all of these people that you just said were failures? Oh, they're the people that are now the answer magically? Oh, okay, because I thought you just said that the light side of the force got everything wrong. So you don't have that payoff of, oh, at the last minute when all hope was lost, the good guys win. You just kind of get like, oh, at the last minute, the character who's currently on screen happens to win. Sure.
1: So... That. Do, you, do you feel that that was a, a writer's call, a leadership call, a committee call, like a Disney call, basically? Um, what? Where do you feel?
0: It's
2: a Disney I with f- girl power deal.
1: It,
0: it's it's unlimited a, power. It's a mixture of trying to make the force for everyone, which is the Disney way. It's like anyone can be a princess, anyone can be a king, anyone can have their five minutes of stardom. As long as you subscribe to our channel. Uh, Which and, we do. I yeah, do. Yeah. and I mean, they, they, they have so yeah. much of my future money. It's not even were, funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're
1: sitting here complaining and we're like, no, we, we bought into this. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 we are the problem. <laughs> uh, but
0: the what they did in the result in trying to make the force from everyone is now having the force means nothing. I mean, it's the whole if everyone is special, then no one is special. So that's right
2: force, syndrome, syndrome.
1: Yeah,
0: mm. exactly. Such a good movie. My favorite. It was incredible. It was.
1: That's oh the counter. <laughs> so anyway, that's like the that pun. So just for the uh audiences listening pleasure, that was the short version of Zach's thoughts of <laughs> the sequel trilogy That's what I'm just forced to two things. Yes. Yeah. Kevin, how about you?
2: Yeah, so I don't think as deep as Zach, but I do agree with the, the clear um his points. I just wouldn't think about them as deeply. So, I think they should have killed more of the original cast a lot faster. Like, I would not, I didn't well, want any you, of them to get out of seven.
1: You were just, you were up for just massacring <laughs> them right out of the boat. I didn't get the opening <laughs> crawl. Stick, stick them all in the Millennium Falcon and have the, you know, Starkiller base the blow Falcon, them up right there. The Falcon, right Falcon there. can stay. The Falcon okay. can oh, stay. Just, but, just the original cast.
2: Just just the original cast. Like, we don't like, it makes me care less for the new characters. Like, it doesn't like, mm. it, makes, it just makes me want, oh. Yay! It's old Leia. Yay, but what about yay, like old handing Landa.
1: off? What about handing off the baton to the new generation type of a thing? Yeah,
2: like like that's all they should have done. Like hand it off, moved on.
1: Here are the keys to the car. Bye. Bye. And then Millennium Go Falcon have, go have fun.
2: Go have fun, or whatever. It is. Okay. Uh, mm, I would have liked that. the The other big thing is around Kylo Ren hmm, don't take his mask off so soon. Like, no. don't take it off. So, but even an extension of that, I would have liked to see a lot more of the Knights of Ren. Like, I would have loved oh to my see gosh. them.
1: yes. You mean
0: the Knights of 10 seconds on screen? Yes. I'm like, I would
2: have loved to see them early in the first movie go down to Endor and slaughter a bunch of Ewoks to get Darth Vader's helmet back. And just, like, go on, oh. like, when they go to the Death Star plans, like, it's the night. it's not Kylo Ren and a bunch of stormtroopers. No, it's him, it's him and his boys going to mm-hmm. take care of business like i don't care about i've seen stormtroopers mix people shooting i don't care about that i want to see some like heavy action um with sort of like these new star wars elite warriors i don't care about a gold-plated silver-plated stormtrooper like why, why do i care about that
1: Ah, oh, phasma like why Such do i care about that lost opportunity <laughs> someone who what? can miss
0: now in chrome yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> i mean technically every stormtrooper is a missed opportunity
1: hmm Mm mm-hmm yep yep that that is true no but i agree with you uh especially with the mask part of it um i remember you know walking you know coming out of the theater excuse me sitting in the theater watching episode seven and kylo ren steps off of you know his shuttlecraft for the first time i mean that theme that was playing in the background the him walking off the voice you know what christopher nolan missed in the dark knight rises um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but <laughs> um but like the voice that they had, that kind of muffled uh garbly thing, yeah. but it's still it's still legible. I cared like about situation. him
2: until he took his mask off and I was like, really oh, guys as as he now, now he's off? just a space dazed gothic angsty teenager mm-hmm. and I like why well, does every the, Skywalker have to be so whiny? Like, well then I Ryan don't Johnson care. had to
1: take his shirt off, you know? Uh mm. yeah. anyway, at at least as it stopped soon there. as soon as his mask came off, he just <laughs> became Adam
0: Driver. He became Adam Driver <laughs> In a Star Wars universe story. Yep.
1: Granted, Adam Driver, fantastic actor. I thought he did a great job with the role that was handed to him. Yeah, but
0: but you could argue easily
2: that keeping the mask on would make Adam's job even harder as an actor, and I think he could have done it. I think he could have too. Yeah.
1: But instead, he, he, <laughs> Ryan Johnson blew up the mask. And then J.J. Abram fused it all back together. Yeah.
0: But what we've seen in just the first season of The Mandalorian is that when you are given good direction, you can act and craft scenes with just body language Yeah, and still make that emotional connection. And kick butt. Yeah, I, yeah. I think
2: like all the, the new content, like everything, like the, the sequel trilogy, Solo, Rogue One. At least for me personally, Mandalorian is the Star Wars I've been waiting for. Yeah. Like everything else is like. Rogue "Eh." One was
1: the closest. Rogue One was the closest of the movies. I can't get.
2: I can't like Rogue One was, but I can't turn it on and watch it. Like I have to fast forward first past the first hour. Really? What? It's so slow. I don't have time. I I have four kids. I I don't have time to mess with that.
1: Uh, I don't have time for that mess.
0: I mean, this is the guy who just said his two mistakes is that people didn't die sooner, and he just wanted to see a bunch of lightsaber force users like entertain some things like, up.
2: Like I don't like I don't I don't read the Star Wars Star Wars books. Like put all the content I need to know in the movie. I don't I don't care about all this extra stuff.
1: All right, so that brings me to one of my points, which is I don't want to have to buy essentially DLC yep. to understand what is going on nope. in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Every bit of information that I need to know to understand a story at an emotional level has to be delivered in one package at that time or on Disney over Plus. the course Amen. of that film.
2: I just have to watch it. Like, I don't want to have like or on Disney Plus. Like, I'm fine with that.
1: I, if I'm watching Clone Wars, if I am reading a book, if I am reading a graphic novel that adds to it. That like, that multimedia not... is
2: cool, but not yeah. for storyline.
1: Oh, absolutely! <laughs> not but your main the, one. No. no, not at all. I, and that bugged the tar out of me. That you know, you find out that Star Killer Base is. Uh, anyway, I'm just. I'm not even going to go. Don't
2: don't go. Star. I'm not. I'm not going. Don't I'm go not going there right now. I hate but
1: my biggest.
2: Actually, and, I like it more than every single Star Destroyer having these giant planet destroying lasers. But that's. Uh,
0: or the fact just, that you. The only way to have relief from the mental angst of trying to figure out how Ray is Palpatine's spoiler, biological granddaughter is by thanks. reading. But now, Th- now thanks that Dis- for
1: that mental picture. Yeah, now that Disney's put
0: that in our, our mental picture library. Yep. The only way that you get relief from that is you have to read a paragraph, mind you, in the visual dictionary.
1: Or I'm mm, this is the one that killed me or to really understand or hear the message that Palpatine is back from the grave. You have to play Fortnite. (laughs) Not
0: only play Fortnite, you had to be there for a specific live event.
1: Be at that moment. What is that? That is mm, no. mm. So unless you
0: are under the age of 16 and your parents have bought you an Xbox, you had no clue
1: that the no clue. Emperor
0: was back.
2: And you probably don't know who even Palpatine is. Like, what? Like, if-
1: <laughs> But it's like, you know, the opening the opening crawl happens, and it's like, you know, back from the grave, Palpatine's alive, and I just kind of sat there in the theaters like, well, well that would have been nice to see. Like, should there be a spoiler alert before that uh, paragraph?
0: Like, uh, wait, what?
1: And like, I- for me,
2: I don't even, like, if I had to sit and rewatch... Either one, two, and three, or seven, eight, and nine. I'm not so sure which one I'd pick, and that's pod, like, that's mm. that's rough to say. That like man, like if, even if I even if I picked one, I'm not even sure if the first two I I'd pick were seven, eight, or nine.
1: I would take episode three of the, all six of those movies. I'd take episode <laughs> yeah, three. and that's rough to say. Um, I this last one, I I know we need to move on, but this one was probably the biggest for me. Um, Thank you, Ryan Johnston, for introducing subversion for the sake of subversion, which is taking our expectations and dashing them to the ground and doing it just because he could. And I understand, I, believe me, I completely understand that a director, producer, a studio does not need to deliver what fans want 100% of the time you get really bad stuff that happens that way. So I I get it. I fully understand it. Ryan Johnson was like, screw that. I'm going to take that all the way to the other end of the spectrum. And I'm just going to kill Snoke off, tell you that Ray's parents are nobodies. And, you know, the list goes Mm -hmm. on because it was different than anybody expected. And one of the, one of my biggest regrets in this series is that you wasted Andy Serkis, ah, as <laughs> Snoke. Oh my word, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so good. The, the like ten minutes that he's in the Last Jedi is just pure gold, absolute gold.
0: I mean, it was just like in Black Panther when I was so disappointed that he was killed off so quickly because yeah. he was the best part of that movie.
2: Yeah, by far, by far. Like the villains were the best part of that movie. I didn't care about, and and they killed them all off. Like, mm-hmm. ugh, come on, guys,
1: the Darth Maul effect. Subversion for the sake of subversion, like shock value for the sake of shock value, was one of my biggest things that was wrong about the trilogy. So, I, all all that to say, there are things that it did right. It's not like we're just you know dashing on this because we feel like it. It's they d- really did get a few things correct. Yeah, we did. just feel like there's a whole lot more on the. If there's pros. There's a whole lot more cons to this. That's always
2: going to be that way. I'd be curious on somebody of our generation who might. Have not seen Star Wars before, to watch all the trilogies to find out which one might their favorite be and if they would bash the original. That's
1: true. Um. So, Kevin, how about yeah. we play a game?
2: Let's play some Google Feud. You guys want to play? Want to play a game? All right. So let me explain the rules real quick. So we're gonna play some game. It's called Google Feud, and the theme is the the new Star Wars trilogy. So what I do is I search Google. And these guys have to guess the top search result in terms of the autofill. So it could be, "Why does Yoda?" would be the question, and they have to guess what is the most the top search result. So, but they need buzzers because I need to know who's going to ring in first. So, Zach, what's yours? Both of it.
1: And Andrew, mine. All right. So <laughs> nice. It's like a question. <laughs> yeah. mine? mine. 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 Is, is it mine? No, it's mine. All
2: right, so it's best of 10. I do have some tiebreakers. If we run out of time, we run out of time. So it's... You guys ready? Let's do it. Do it. Why oh, does gosh. Kylo Ren... They, mine. Andrew. Wear a mask. Nope. Boba Fett. Go ahead. Take his Zach. shirt off. Nope. Why I'm does right. Kylo Ren... It's one word. It's a one word answer. Boba Fett. What? Zack. Suck. True, but no. Ugh.
1: Mine?
2: Andrew.
1: All right, so spoiler
2: alert. Die? Number one answer.
1: Yeah! Ugh.
2: Number two, why does. Yeah, actually, Tyler- yeah, go ahead.
0: Are we allowed to, to talk? Like, <laughs> all right, we should just do the game, but it, that, that brings up a question about, like, he dies immediately <laughs> after he dies. Ray dies, but she doesn't disappear. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's a whole yes. There's that, a, there'll be lots of questions that come out of these ten. Okay, we won't do that in this game. Yep, yep, I realize no, we yep. can we, later on. We do need
1: to move yeah, on. Yes. yes.
2: So number two, why does Kylo Ren kill his father? Why does Kylo Ren turn bad? Why does Kylo Ren hate Han Solo? Those are the okay. top search results. So this is one hmm. um, of a, only because he he he's in uh, this trilogy and the original trilogy. So why did Chewbacca? Why did Chewbacca?
0: Boevent. Zach. receive a medal. Yes, why did Chewbacca get a medal? Whoa. Boom. The An answer is because one of the biggest <laughs> fan contentions all the way from the original 1975 1977 release of episode 4 is that in the big rewards c- ceremony at the end only yeah. Luke and Han get medals. Where's yep. Chewie's?
2: The other top results, why did Chewbacca die? Why did Chewbacca not get a medal? Why did Chewbacca walk past Leia?
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Arch- that was yeah. that was JJ Abrams' like <laughs> major regret from Episode Seven was that he missed out on that opportunity. Yeah.
2: All right. So now we're going to get into just the titles. Why is Rise of Skywalker? Why Mine? is ri- Andrew? End of the series. No, this is admittedly really hard. Okay. Why uh, is Rise of Skywalker? Boba Fett. Is that
0: the
1: title?
2: No. So think about where you would receive this media from.
1: Why is mine? Rise of, Andrew. Why is Rise of Skywalker not on Disney Plus? Close. Boba Fett, not on Netflix.
2: Zach. No. Uh, where else might you consume media? Mine? Andrew.
1: Why is Rise of Skywalker not... On iTunes, keep going, Boba Fett, Zach.
0: Not a novelization. That's a big word. Like you, you that the
2: number one search result would be novelization. (laughs) 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 Too much open humanity. I was was going to say the same
1: thing. What is a book?
2: (laughs) So we'll go past this one. Why is Rise of Skywalker not on Redbox?
1: That's the number one the number search?
2: One. Yeah, as of yesterday.
0: Who what? is still using Redbox? Yes,
2: exactly. As of yesterday. Oh, number this, three, one this, is.
0: Much, this, this must include library searches.
2: Potentially. <laughs> potentially. Number two, why is Rise of Skywalker bad? Uh, number three, why is Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker not in 4K? And why is Rise of Skywalker <laughs> PG-13?
1: Okay. Kay. Okay.
2: Why is The Last Jedi mine Andrew bad number one answer boom
1: (laughs) take that Zach
2: so the next one I'm gonna need the exact wording for this next one why is the force awakens why is the force awakens you got two words Boba Fett Zach not good no why it, is the Force it's on Awakens? Advento. Why is the Force Awakens? It's along the same vein as what Zach said. You can do it, guys.
1: I'm coming up blank, man.
2: It's similar to the previous answer.
1: Well, uh, mine, Andrew, not not great. Nope. Ah. Boba Fett, Zach, so bad,
0: so bad. Ah.
1: Why wow. is it
2: so
0: bad? And
1: that's why
2: the top result. The top result is why is this Man. so bad? Wow! Um, so like, so like, I
0: know we're angry, but so is that? So is episode nine the only one that doesn't have that as its top search?
2: Uh, yeah, it is the second search.
1: Oh, that's funny! Wow, it's the second
2: search. Yeah, wow. Disney take uh, note. So, why is, so why, is, uh, why is Force Awakens so bad? Why is Why is Force Awakens PG thirteen? Why is Force Awakens rated PG thirteen? And why is force awakens a 12 i don't know what that means but that's what <laughs>
1: oh one. it's uh it's uh european ratings if i'm not mistaken
2: okay well
0: oh. i'm in america sorry so Merka. you can take that
1: pal encoding elsewhere word that was a deep cut zach <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right this, kevin what this you got? is
2: probably my favorite one okay how does bb8
1: mine andrew Drive in ATAT? No. (laughs) Way off. (laughs) Way off.
2: How does BB Eight? Boba Fett. Zach. Recharge. No, but it is one word. How does how does BB Eight? Mine. Andrew. Eat. No.
1: technically recharging no would be a form like, yeah. of eating
2: for a robot hey, yeah technically uh, yeah. i have
1: underestimated the internet on many occasions kevin
2: oh and, and yes as you should <laughs> why does bb8 wait why or how oh how how i'm sorry how how does Okay, BB- I was like that changes everything that, that, that does how does bb8 uh, boba fett that
0: oh you said it was just one word i was gonna, one gonna say word. it's one word oh okay <laughs> Uh, OK, well, I was going to say you're keep, smart. <laughs> well, I, well, I was about to say, keep his head always.
1: On time, My, n-
2: number two, mine? number two answer, mine, how mine? Bo- I'll get to you in just say number two answer was how does BB8 head stay on? Huh? OK, okay. Andrew, okay Andrew, go ahead, roll. Number one answer. Yeah. How does BB8 roll? How does he roll? He's a
0: ball. <laughs> they see me rolling. How does he roll. Number two, how does Uh-oh. the head stay on? That's meant as like a slight like, how does he roll? No, that's why. That's why no, I took that's it. No, it's like no. How that's do, how, how I does, took it. I don't. How does, think does so. he like physically do, yeah, rotate himself
1: like, around? Yeah, he's a ball. No, but the Agreed. mechanics. I agree. The mechanics behind a working BB-8 is pretty remarkable, though. Yeah, it's like gyroscopes. It's magnets. counterweights and all kinds of yeah. stuff.
2: So. so the other top answer is: What does BB-8 stand for? What does BB-8 look like? Really? Are you, are you you're asking these questions? Okay. 100%, 100%. Okay.
1: I'm just gonna just gonna roll with it. That's what Eddie. you do. Hey, he got Whoa, there. I just made a pun. Dang hey, it! Oh, we got a oh. pun from Andrew. Oh, I feel so dirty. It's a Disney miracle.
2: So this question, there's only one result. Why don't the Knights of Ren,
1: mine, Andrew, live?
2: No.
0: Boba Fett, a- Zach do anything? No. Why don't
2: Why don't the Knights of Ren Mine? Andrew Show up in the last two movies Uh, Something to that effect? No, Uh, two words It's two words Why don't the Knights of Ren
0: And it wasn't do anything
2: It wasn't do anything, no It feels, I mean that's true, but that's not the top search result
0: So it's, why are the Knights of Ren Why don't the Knights of Ren Oh Oh, what was that? Use Neck. lightsabers. I'll take it. Have lightsabers.
1: Yes. Ah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Well,
0: unless you read the visual dictionary, it's because they are corrupted younglings from the Jedi Temple before they constructed their own lightsabers. Yeah, I don't care about
1: that. Okay, that, that's good to know. I Moving on. See.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: So this one, you guys are going to freak out about, and it is what it is. Okay. Why is Rey...
0: Why is Ray? No, that mine? is. No, 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 no. Boba Fett. That, is, is, that, that is the question. <laughs> Why is Ray? There was nothing else after that.
1: Oh, you'd be surprised. Um, mine? Andrew. On Jakku? No. Boba Fett? Zach.
2: A Jedi? Number two answer. Number two
1: answer. Mine? Andrew. I, I, I don't personally feel this, but a girl? Why is she a girl? That's your... No. I, I you I have thought to, she was fine. You, you guys are
2: thinking about it as... Uh, you have to think from a non-Star Wars fan perspective. Why is Rey... I'm
0: too close to this, Kevin.
2: You are too close to this. Uh, Both of that. Zach. Alive. No, but think of the families. Think of the Star Wars families. Why is uh, Rey...
0: Oh, Boba of that. Zach. Skywalker. Number one answer. (laughs) No, and that is a good question. So right after they established that your family of origin doesn't matter, why all of a sudden is she like, no, it's very important that I'm a Skywalker. And the other thing is like, okay, so she hung out with Luke a total of like three days in screen time. And Leia, her last name was Organa. So if she's really going to honor the last – person to really have an influence on her why wouldn't she pick solo why wouldn't she pick organa or why wouldn't she just create her own name or own the name
1: and change it like and
0: to redeem it yeah that's also what's missing is so much of what made the original nah sorry this is a discussion topic this is your game it's
1: game time kevin
2: so my least favorite character what does poe dameron Wait, whoa, wait, 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 Your least favorite? Yeah, my least favorite new character, yeah.
0: Over and above Rose. I don't even remember that
2: person. <laughs> like, who was that?
0: You just watched these movies, Kevin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who's Rose?
2: <laughs> Entertain me. I don't want to think right. about my stuff. What, what okay. was
1: the question again?
2: <laughs> what, does, what does Poe Dameron?
1: What does Poe Dameron...
2: What does Poe Dameron?
1: Boba
0: Fett.
2: Zach. Do. That's a true question, but no. <laughs> it is one word. It is a one-word answer, though.
1: Mine. Enter. Fly.
2: Correct. Number one answer. <laughs> what does Poe Dameron fly?
1: I'm, I'm due to dance <laughs> right now for all of our audio listeners. Yeah.
0: Listening to that dance was dope. I bet was it? it was. was it? <laughs>
2: All right, last question. Number 10. Why do stormtroopers? Mine. Andrew. Miss. Number one answer. Why do stormtroopers miss?
1: (laughs) Take
0: that. It is a very good question. Number
2: two. Number two, have bad aim. Number three, wear armor. (laughs) Number four, always
1: miss. (laughs) Three of the four answers (laughs) had to do with missing. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and that Andrew, makes you my win. Day.
2: You win this round, Andrew.
1: Yeah. what so, oh, was woo. the final
2: score? Uh, five to three. We passed on two. Okay. I no, say uh, six to three. We passed on one. I didn't give okay. him the credit for the last one. Six uh, to three.
1: That's that is hysterical. The fact that that is three with the four answers just makes my evening. Yes. Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, so let's wrap this whole thing up. People have uh, uh, bore with us for much too long at this point. But uh, let's do our final thought, Zach. What have you learned today? I've learned that the internet is a scary place.
2: You just learned you that. Just, you just learned you're Just that. now
0: figuring that out. Let's say reinforced. Okay. Well, okay. actually, know, My biggest For, takeaway is I know way too much about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I, that's my takeaway too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right final thoughts we're done <laughs> I, I was gonna go with kevin has a fascination of killing off characters <laughs> early and often not every character all of them i'm now this, beginning to wonder original if, this movie is too short i'm sorry this movie's too long just kill everybody i wonder
0: if kevin and george rr martin could be buds probably <laughs> i don't want to kill
2: right. everybody i just want to kill off the right people like They don't, like, I don't, like, I cared about them in the original trilogy. I don't need to care about them more. Like, my care level's not not going up by having you on screen more. You're just, you need need a paycheck. So I'm like, okay, you need a paycheck. Here, fine. Go back to gambling. So (laughs) I want to care about the right people. And all this does is prolong the people I care about and just, just kill them off and get them over with.
1: Oh, well, on that note, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you think you want to stick with us for a bit, then we invite you guys to rate us on whatever platform you're listening on or sc- or subscribe to this. Please. Uh, it helps other nerds find it. the podcast. Cast. Subscribe yes <laughs> Please do it. Do, it, do it, uh, Also, be sure to check out our Instagram page, Dadgum Nerds. We're going to do updates on the podcast and just the dads who are here in general. Yep. Uh, Kevin, where can someone find you on social media? Instagram kwarren seventy eight. W e a r n e seventy
0: eight. Gotcha. And Zach, uh, I am Platty Puns on Instagram. If you enjoyed my puns, and also have a penchant for everything Scottish, Platty Puns.
1: Sadly, I follow him because I I know him. So <laughs>
2: he's like wine or cheese or beer. Like he's better when you know him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes um and i'm on instagram at andrew underscore gfx uh i i'm trying to do a better job of posting more often we'll see if it actually catches on you have an instagram i know it's funny um and only one wants, kid and
2: you don't post like what's up with that
1: i uh, yeah. <laughs> there's no hope for later on man uh, if you want to leave a comment about the podcast or submit a question for us to talk about a future episode, future topic like Q&A, be sure to go to dadgumnerds.com and hit the contact button up top and you can message us there. Uh, and we actually have some a merch store set up as well. Super excited about this. Uh, the designs are super cool. Uh, if you guys go to our website, dadgumnerds.com and hit the store tab up top. Uh, it will take you straight to our merch store where you can buy all kinds of stuff like T-shirts, hats, stickers, and more. You know, uh, dad swag in general. These to... are the T-shirts you've been looking for. Word. That, that's actually a really good idea, Zach. <laughs> thank <laughs> you. It's not bad. We'll make it happen. Uh, it's also a really good way to support the show too. Um, and that's all the time we have today. Again, thank you guys so much. Thanks, Zach and Kevin, thank for, you. Uh, for being here. And uh, thanks for listening to the Family First Fanboys podcast. Dadgum nerds. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good week. May the force be with you. Game
2: over.